Welcome to the Deerfield Family Theater Podcast. In this episode, I had the privilege and honor to speak with Lainey Hopper, the Cultural Arts and Special Events Supervisor for the Deerfield Park District. Lainey's background in cultural arts is a huge boon to the Park District and DFT. Speaking of Deerfield Family Theater, in case you're tuning in and didn't already know, DFT is putting on a performance of Big Fish this November of 2022. See the show notes for more information and visit DeerfieldFamilyTheater.com. It was a great conversation, and without further delay, here's the interview. Lainey, thank you so much for coming on the DFT podcast. Please introduce yourself to our listeners. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Um, My name is Lainey Hoppert. I am the new Cultural Arts and Special Events Supervisor for the Deerfield Park District. Um, I started on January 18th, so I've been here about three months now. And uh, yeah, it's been a whirlwind of a time so far, getting settled and learning the ropes, but it has also been a ton of fun. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's one thing that I've learned as a recent Deerfield resident and recent board member for DFT, that, uh, that everything, everywhere you do at the Park District is, uh, is just tons of fun. Yes, um, Midwest Disney World, as I like to call it. Oh, I love it. I love yes. it. Um, I, I mean, I only moved here in June, so I don't have that much more time you know, in, in Deerfield than, than you, although I did get roped into this board uh, uh, pretty quickly after I moved in. Oh, um, yeah? <laughs> but, but my experience, I'm still a, a newbie uh, when it comes to, uh, to, the, you know, to Deerfield, the Park District, and, um, and to, to Deerfield Family Theater and all our great theater offerings and arts offerings, which now as the cultural arts and special events uh, coordinator person at the uh, at the park district, you're going to be you're going to be running all these or, or working on and and taking care of, of all these different programs. So uh, maybe what's something that you're super looking forward to? Yeah. So um, the cultural arts programming in the Deerfield Park District is definitely what attracted me to this job. Uh, my background is in cultural arts. So um, I graduated from Millican University with a degree, um, a Bachelor in fine, of Fine Arts in Theater Administration, um, and that was in 2018. And then I just recently graduated with my Master's in Recreation, Sport, and Tourism from the University of Illinois. So this is right in my wheelhouse of what I want to be doing and stuff. Um, yeah, like I said, all of these, specifically the theater offerings, is really what attracted me to this job, and I'm really excited to dive right in. Yeah, and, and uh, to our listeners, if you didn't catch the last episode uh, where, where I spoke to Mark Willems, uh, he's been involved with theater stuff with the Park District for over 30 years. So there's a rich, rich history uh, that you're, you're coming into here when it comes to the theater stuff especially. Um, yes. So, yeah, it's, it, it is super exciting to be a part of it personally as well. Um, so uh, so let's get into some of these uh, some of these yeah. offerings. So I, I hear that uh, there's uh, and, and I'm learning some of this stuff, too, as I as I go. Sure. Um, there's a ceramics program. Uh, and I know you're still you know, you've only been with it for two and a half months or three and a half months or so. Yeah. But um, uh, but I'm I, I you know. Talk to me like you're talking to anyone else who's like new to the park district or doesn't know about these programs because I genuinely don't know about our ceramics program. Oh, <laughs> so, that's awesome. Yeah. So, tell so, me about it. so um, we have a large ceramics um, program that is growing rapidly here at the Deerfield Park District. Um, one of the things that I think is so cool about our programming is that we have our own kiln. And if you don't know what a kiln is, it is what we use to fire the ceramics pieces. Um, it is a massive piece of equipment that goes to thousands degrees um, in order to fire this um, clay and this pottery. And so we do that in-house. 
Um, and our ceramics teachers, we have several, um, all have ceramics backgrounds, which I think is really cool as well. This is something that they came to us with in terms of prior knowledge, and we are able to utilize them to teach these classes. So we have everything from preschool ceramics classes here up to um, we're going to be starting to offer adult ceramics classes in the summer um, and the spring. So that is super exciting. Um, we have Emma, Emma Asserson is one of our ceramics teachers. We have Vicki Julis and Audrey Pam, and they are all awesome and super well-versed in all things ceramics. Um, to be completely honest with you, ceramics is where my biggest knowledge gap was in terms of taking on this job. And it was one of the things that I was most nervous about. But they have done such a great job of explaining it to me and breaking down the terminology and the process of that goes into making pottery. And I mean, I want to sign up. It looks like so much fun. The pieces that these classes are making are so cool and so vast in terms of what types of stuff you can do with it. Um, it just looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I um, it's been a very long time since I have personally done any kind of ceramics related yeah. art projects. Um, but having just moved uh, to Deerfield in in June of, of, of last year, I uh, it, you do the thing where you go to your parents' house and you basically take all your junk, <laughs> yeah, and, and you collect it and, and, and you you bring it to to the new home. And uh, and so I was going through that, and there are sure enough, I came across like some some pots that I made, and. And I came across the, I found this like little pig like that I made in first grade. I actually remember making it because the kiln, like what you were talking about, it was such a vivid experience because my first grade, you know, school in somewhere in Indiana, in Carmel, Indiana, had a, a kiln at like at the elementary school or something. Yeah. And, and, um, and so I remember like making the pig and having like the curly tail and, uh, and that tail, like the smaller it is, like the harder it is to, um like to, to work in the kiln. So the fact that that tail is, is however many decades later is still attached to that pig. <laughs> sure. I think, I think maybe I, I picked the wrong career path as an attorney. I should have really gotten into ceramics. Yeah, uh, there that, you go. The, 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 the pig stood the test of time. That's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and I have a little girl and she's just, uh, she's one and a half right now, or about one and a half. And so I'm super excited for like all these things for as, as she grows up here to, to go and do that. And so maybe she'll make something at the Deerfield uh, you know, ceramics, uh, park district activity yeah. and she'll have it, you know, yes. decades from now. We'd love so. to have her. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, everything from pinch pots to big vases and you know, whatnot. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, also there's an arts program and arts is pretty broad. Yes. Um, so like when, when you talk about when you, when you're taking over, you know, this arts program, uh, like what does that entail? So, Primarily right now, in terms of arts, we have one instructor, Susie Mason, who is a Deerfield resident. She is also on the Deerfield Family Theater Board, and she um, teaches painting and drawing here at the Deerfield Park District. And like I had kind of said with ceramics, she spans from preschool-aged classes all the way up to teaching classes for seniors over at the Patty Turner Center. So she really covers a wide variety of ages and disciplines and um I mean, it's it it's really cool to see how she will come in with more guided projects for some of these younger classes, and they'll all be making the same thing. But you know, as they advance onto these upper level um, classes and whatnot, people they start to work on their own projects, and then Susie just kind of helps guide them in the right direction, direction, giving them you know feedback and ideas on how to better make their 
work of art, um, whatever that may be. And so I actually got the opportunity to observe one of her classes over at the Patty Turner Center the other day and just seeing how different everyone's projects were. You know, you had people doing charcoal drawings and watercolors and acrylic paints. It's, it's really awesome um, that there's so much that can be done within the arts, as you said, you know, I mean, it, it's very broad, but um, there's, there's a lot that can, people can be um, drawn to within that. Yeah, and Susie's great, and she's our board president. Um, and uh, but you know, but even Susie, you know, can't can't do it forever. And it sounds like she's also the only one. So in addition to something, I'm trying to uh, make an effort uh, to do with this podcast is not just talk about how um, how our community members and those in the surrounding communities can come and participate in activities or go to shows, but also get involved. Absolutely. So like, if somebody if somebody wanted to, you know, be the next or another person who helps out with the art program, you know, what's a way for somebody to get involved and do that? Absolutely. Um, I mean, I think that one of the really cool parts about this job in particular, um, in comparison to my former position, is that I get to hire people as opposed to hiring a position. So if there is something that a community member or whoever feels they can offer to the park district and the community at large, um, I, I'm happy to bring them aboard. And so just reaching out to me via email, phone, um, and saying, hey, I'm an art teacher. I know how to teach this. I would love to offer it at a park district. I mean, that's truly the best way to get involved. And I assume your contact information is on the website somewhere. It sure is. It is on the Deerfield Park District website, deerfieldparks.org. I believe the tab is says about us, and then there is a staff directory on there. Okay, great. And as usual, uh, we'll link to your email in our podcast show notes. Absolutely. All right. And then is that also the place to go for people to sign up for all these things, assuming they want to participate, right? So registration handles all signups. So what you can do is you can log on to your account at DeerfieldParks.org and you can register online or you can hit up one of our lovely registration representatives, Audrey or Tricia, and they would be happy to help you register either at the front desk at the Jewett Park Community Center or um, over the phone as well. All right. All right. Great. So we'll We'll make sure to uh, put that address of the of the Jewett Park Center, which I don't think we've actually put in any of our show notes yet, but I'm sure yeah. people are Google Maps savvy enough to figure it out. Yep, 836 Jewett Park Drive. All right, all right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, okay, and so there's also, as I understand it, we have a dance program that you'll be, uh, you'll be doing some stuff with, so tell us about that. Yeah, we actually have a really awesome... Um, studio here in-house at the Jewett Park Community Center. Um, it's actually right across from my office, so I get to hear and see all these tiny dancers all day, um, which is really awesome as well. We have a beautiful dance studio with a wood floor. Um, right now we are primarily offering ballet classes, but we also have hip hop, palms, cheer, gymnastics, um, and I'm really looking to broaden that and offer more. I would love to offer a tap class in the near future. Um, this summer we have a lot of week-long, like two-hour dance intensives is what we're calling them, and those will change um, discipline each week. So it's going to be yoga one week, and then cheer, and hip-hop, and palms, and all kinds of different stuff. We even have a break dance class here, which um, I think is really cool. I've never seen break dancing classes offered anywhere. I've seen it at some bigger, more um, specialized dance studios, but never at a park district level. So I'm super excited to see that happening as well here. Okay. Um, 
that's really exciting for me because, uh, y- you know, Jewish boy from the suburbs, I actually used to break dance and did a break dancing routine at my, at my bar mitzvah. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so uh, definitely out of, you know, practice. <laughs> yeah. I, at, at, at this point, you know, I, I uh, just shoveling the driveway after my snowblower broke down, like my right shoulder kind of hurts a little bit. <laughs> sure. So, uh, I, I, you know, I don't want to like just break into a windmill. I might pull something. I might pull a muscle or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> but, Way but out I, of practice. Yeah, way out of practice. So uh, I will not be teaching that class, that's for sure. <laughs> but super ha- happy to hear that that's even an option because uh, that like breakdancing, it was a thing like in like the early aughts. Um, and so I did it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think a lot it. of people, you know, tend to think that dance has to be, you know, your ballet, your jazz, your whatever. But to have options like palms and hip hop and breakdance, I mean, there's something for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. Uh, I love, I love, this is why I love the podcast. I'm always learning new things about. about yeah. Sound. It's super cool. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that's, that's really exciting. And and so what age groups, like, like how young can you be when you start to, when you're able to start signing up for that stuff? So kind of the same, of the same, like I had said, our age um, range expand, uh, spans a, a wide variety of ages. So we start teaching dance at a pre-K level um, and go up to, we have an adult intermediate advanced ballet class that is very popular as well. And we have a lot of our senior community members in this um, class and it is very popular Mondays and Wednesdays with Miss Amy Rose and, you know, I mean, dances for everyone. Yeah, I um uh, I've done Zumba. Is Zumba a thing that, that you offer yet? Zumba is through our fitness center over at Saks. But okay. yes, that, that is more of like a fitness-based dance. That, whereas um, the dance that I oversee is more about technicality and actual dance versus the fitness aspect of it. Okay, great. We're going to have to have somebody from Saks on the show at some point then. Yes, absolutely. You got to talk to Amy over at uh, Saks. She's the new fitness supervisor and she's awesome. Okay. All right. Very exciting. Yes. Yes. Dance. I, I could make that, we could make that connection between Zumba and dance and theater somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Funny. Yeah. All right. Uh, any other like upcoming uh, community events and other things that you're working on or that our listeners should be thinking about? Yeah. So we have a couple, well, actually I have a lot of um, events planned coming up that I'm super excited about. And um, you know, some are smaller, some are bigger. Some highlights being our spring explosion, which is where you sign up and we will come hide eggs around your front yard for your kids and get a goodie bag. Um, it's going to be super fun. I'm very excited about that one just to kind of drive around Deerfield. I haven't really had the opportunity to do that. So I'm super stoked about that. Um, we have a couple smaller art-based events coming up, including Art in the Art in the Park, where we're going to be doing a craft project out of natural elements that we find in the park. We have Crafty Kicks, where we're going to decorate our own pair of like white canvas shoes with paints and markers and all kinds of stuff. Um, I think that's going to be super fun. I'm really excited about that. I'm already planning my design. And then um, some bigger community-wide events as well, including some ones that... Um, the community is used to seeing like our kids only flea market where um, kids are going to get the opportunity to put up their own stand and sell um, almost kind of like a garage sale 
of like old toys, et cetera, and stuff. And then um, they'll, it's it's fun. They get to like bargain with each other. And I'm really excited about that. I know the community has been asking for that one back. So I'm super excited for that one to be coming back. And then some new events as well. Um, I am a dog mom. So naturally, I had to plan a dog-friendly event here at Deerfield in our um, very own dog park at JC Park. So Wolfstock will be coming this summer, and it is going to be an outdoor dog-friendly festival that I am very excited about. That sounds like a lot of fun. I know dog is next on our list uh, in, in the Curvis household. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. So not, not, we don't have one yet. Uh, any, any listeners out there who know any, uh, any breeders for Bernie's Mountain Dogs, get in touch. Ah, fun. Yeah, that's what we want. We want the big, the big, big, big cuddly dogs. Um, yes. And uh, uh, but I love all dogs. I grew up with dogs, so that's very exciting. I'm gonna have to tell my parents, who are a few towns over in Buffalo Grove, to bring their dog to this event. That yeah, super fun. Um, and uh, and yeah, yeah, that's great. I hope that um, that that is a huge success, and we get to do it, you know, year over year, and and it keeps happening. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm I'm very excited for that one. Yeah, I'm hoping to have um, adoptable dogs on site. So that fingers crossed that that comes to fruition that would be great and that's also i know i said i wanted we wanted a bernie's mountain dog but yeah i gotta keep an open mind so i mean if you see one at this event that you know just happens to mesh with your family and seems like a good fit you never know you might walk home with the dog (laughs) yes yes i love it i love it um so uh obviously this is the deerfield family theater podcast so uh, in addition to everything we already talked about that you're doing, you're also going to be involved in the theater stuff for Deerfield, aren't you? Yes, yes, that's why I'm here. Absolutely. All right, very exciting. So, um, you, you know, do, have you ever performed, or have you ever been involved with uh, with theater stuff, or just an avid theater goer? Like, what's <laughs> been your you know experience with the theater? So, um, funny enough, I I grew up in a park district theater program. Um, over at the Bartlett Park District, where I am from, um, I felt that that theater, that community theater program really shaped um, my a lot of my identity and my passion for theater. And so um, having been in shows with them in a performance aspect as an actor, as a kid, um, that kind of helped make my decision to go to school for theater. And so I started college as a theater performance major Um, wasn't really sure kind of what I wanted to do within that because performance was all I really knew at the time. And so I um, found out then that, you know, there's so many other parts of theater. There's stage management, there's design, there's, you know, all kinds of stuff. And really found my niche within theater administration and the business aspect of theater, um, specifically within development. And the reason I think I really meshed well with that is because you get to tell people why you love what you do and why it's important. Um, And so getting funding for theater, because um, as a person who sees the value in it, you can vouch for it better than anyone else. Um, I also dabbled in stage management my senior year of college. And so um, I I really got heavily involved with that. And prior to COVID, I had been as a part-time job, kind of taking some contracts around Chicago where I live um, and stage managing, stage managing some shows, um, in productions on the side just for fun. Um, and I'm hoping that this year, fingers crossed, that is what I get back to as well. But um, I, I've always been very heavily involved with theater. I 
truly think that it is my passion and my calling to stay involved in some way, shape or form. And so to be involved with Deerfield Family Theater and hopefully kind of assist in creating the experience that that were so formative to me as a child for someone else is, I mean, what more can you ask for? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's great. And and now that I know this, um, you know, I, I have to ask, uh, favorite one of, let's just say one of, not like your favorite. I don't want you to pick, have to pick. Sure. One of your favorite performances for plays that or musicals that you've you've been in and then just in general just sort of in general like what's one of your favorite shows of all time sure oh gosh okay so my favorite show I was ever in it's a tie I was in the ensemble of Rent um, as my last show I performed in and so that show will always have a special place for me Rent um, is definitely a show that really showed me what theater could be um, outside of your big proscenium classic musical and so I just felt that that was very um influential in my life and I think it does a nice job of highlighting you know bohemia and the artist's life and that's kind of the life in some ways that I've chosen for myself and so that will always be very special to me but my favorite show or part I guess you could say that I did was I did play Sharpay in high school musical um, as a child and I was caked in the face got a big old cake in the face and so I think that is one of the most fun things um, I've ever gotten to do on stage um, in terms of favorite show it changes right now I'm really digging Hades Town. I just saw that um, at downtown at Broadway in Chicago at CIBC and uh what a cool show. I don't know if you've gotten the chance to see it yet, but it's like Not yet. doing everything Hamilton's doing, but better, in my opinion. Whoa, you heard, <laughs> I know. You heard it. Shots Throwing fired. Down the gauntlet here. Shots All right. fired. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, awesome. Well, awesome. Yeah. So you're going to be, uh, you, you just, uh, we just had a board meeting uh, at, for, for Deerfield Family Theater, and you were there. So that was fun to, to get to meet you there first. Uh, before this interview, and um, and then there's Theater D, which is something you're also going to be involved with, right? Yes, yes. I'm super excited to be shadowing Mark um, as, you know, he oversees Theater D, DFT. There's so much cool stuff going on here, theater-wise. Yeah, yeah, and not much to say, but theater for young audiences, that is a thing in the pipeline, right? Yeah, yeah, coming, coming at you. Um, th- we are looking to, you know, bring some theater for young audiences to the Park District. And like you said, it's in the pipeline. There's a lot of um, moving parts with that, but I'm, I'm hoping it's sooner rather than later. So, Lainey, is there, is there anything else you want to share with the Deerfield residents? I don't know. Come on out and support live theater. Um, you know, I, I feel very passionately that theater um, is important. It helps establish... Um, so many life skills that you don't even think of are applicable when you think of theater. Um, I always kind of talk about my mom who, you know, I told her, mom, I'm going to go to school for theater. It's just like, oh my God, no, don't do that. You know? Um, and you know, you kind of find your way within it. But I, I think had I not been involved with theater my whole life, I wouldn't have the level of respect I do for it. Um, I wouldn't have as much empathy as I do for others or, you know, just, the skills with like public speaking, you know what I mean? It's, there are so many aspects of it that apply to so many other parts of life. And so the only way that theater continues to be is if people support it. And so um, 
unfortunately, the way the world is, is arts are kind of the first thing to be cut um, when budget cuts are being made. And I know with COVID and everything, we are living in a very difficult time, um, and that also includes financial difficulties. So if you are able, I encourage you to come out and support live theater wherever, whenever you are able to, because you it's that type of support that allows these awesome programs to continue to exist and um, give opportunity to the future artists out there. Well, I don't think I could top that. Uh, Lainey, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. And that's our show. Visit DeerfieldFamilyTheater.com for open production staff positions and audition information will be posted soon. As always, links are in the show notes where you can also find Lainey's email and info about upcoming programs at the Park District. Please share this podcast to help support the work of Deerfield Family Theater. If you enjoyed the episode, give us the highest rating you can and leave us a review, both of which really help others discover this show. If you'd like to get in touch, send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash DFT. We might even add your voice message to a future show. Until next time, thanks to everyone who continues to support the arts. We'll see you at the theater.